0: Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to find out how to get access to those bonus exclusive episodes and the archived episodes in my Patreon, check the link below. This is episode number 126, How to Declutter Your Social Media. Hey there, minimalists. Hello. We've got to give a shout out to my amazing friend Vanessa Eccles over at Fabled because this... Was her idea this topic today? I talked with her the other day, and we actually, she has like this list that she gave me of a whole bunch of different things. And I was like, wow, these are great ideas, and I haven't covered a lot of
1: these before. How often does she post on Fabled Collective?
0: She doesn't have a set schedule, but she has tons of episodes over there. If you like historical fiction, would you say it's in the vein of historical fiction?
1: Yeah, and it's really, she does. Okay, yes, it's in the vein of historical fiction. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> What were you going to say? She does really great stuff, but I'm sure you're about to say the same.
0: Oh yeah. It's amazing. She does a beautiful job. You should definitely check her, her podcast out and she has books and all kinds of stuff. Her link is in the details of this episode. It's always down there. I just, Oh, Vanessa is amazing. She's a really great friend and also an amazing artist. So check her out for my personal update. I listened to the Made by Nita prose. I have to say, I love listening to books while I'm doing the dishes or things like that. It's really nice. I don't know. Have you ever listened to an audiobook, babe? Josiah,
1: sorry. I, I have before. I I prefer podcasts myself. I'm I'm I like something that my mind can stray and come back to, and I haven't I don't really lose the vein uh, or the thread. Whereas mm-hmm. with an audiobook, I have to I lose the thread quite a bit. So. Yeah. Sorry about the outs- exterior noise. We got the windows open here in the motorhome because it's just too nice of a day out.
0: It really is. But that was definitely the train going by in case you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Another one of my goals that I worked on this week was to do some things to benefit our home. And in an effort to clear my project table before we move, I've been running my sewing machine and my serger like crazy. I think it's just driving Josiah crazy. But th- I know this might sound... Like a funny thing to focus on or to spend time on right before moving, but some of these things are things that we need or really could use, would save us money, whatever. Or they are projects that need to be done and finished so that I can put away the leftovers and things like that into the storage unit before I will before we move, and I will not have access to them at all for a, like an undetermined amount of time. So it's kind of. I don't know. I've gotten a lot of things done. I finished my patriotic quilt that I was working on, which turned out really cute. And then I also made some cloth napkins for our family. One of my goals for the year is also to spend one-on-one time each week with a family member. And that's kind of gotten weird because so many of our evenings and weekends have been spent doing various projects or spending time with friends and things like that as we're preparing to move. But um, our daughter and I worked on her quilt that she's been she's been working on for a couple months now so that was really really nice to spend that time doing that with her and she's excited to have it done we're gonna have company at the end of the month and i just want everything done and cleaned up and sorted out so that everything's ready to go
1: we were talking about the other day living in a small space i don't say i don't want to say you have to clean more but you definitely feel like uh there's the upkeep is constant all the time, yes. you know, because if you have four dirty dishes, your kitchen is dirty. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> other people, the a bigger, a bigger uh, kitchen with four dirty dishes, you don't notice it as much. So we feel like this pressure to like get everything spring cleaned and super tidy because people are coming. They're not, we don't have people coming to stay with us. They're staying nearby us and they're going to be visiting us, but we can't have people come and actually visit and stay. No, right? I mean, oh, people are probably wondering, like, oh, right,
0: right, right. Well, we've done that before, but like, no, they're just going to be here a lot and we want it to be nice and comfortable. And also these are things that like need to be done. I'm also needing to pack up the homeschooling projects and all that stuff and put that away. Like, oh, it, the fact that it's going to be so far away from us once it's in the storage unit, once we move or I, I'm really trying to figure out and think about how to do all of this stuff. So it just, it feels weird. It's it's hard to figure it out, honestly. I want it to be nice for company, but I also want it to be kind of done so that we can just finalize things after that and not- And drive away. And drive away, (laughs) yes. (laughs) We need to drive away and- Yeah, we're probably going to leave our stuff here in the storage unit because we would we would have to just go find another storage unit where we're moving and unpack it and then have to move it from that storage unit and whatever. And it's just maybe it sounds crazy to leave stuff here, but we've recently had our VR friends that did the same thing. They left their stuff and I think it worked out really well for them to do that. So that's what we're going to do. So I've been thinking about social media a lot lately. And when uh, Vanessa recommended this topic, I just thought it was perfect because... I know that I'm super glad that I did a ton of social media decluttering. I don't even know if that, I think it was last year when I did that, but I know Josiah that you have done a lot of social media decluttering as well. So I thought we would have a little chat about that today because I think it's always a good one to kind of be mindful of, especially since social media can be very much a time sucker. So my very first tip is when you're working on decluttering your social media, just pick one or two platforms that really will work well for you, that are working well for you, and delete the rest. That would be my very, very first tip. I think that you have done that, Josiah. I know I did that and it worked really well for me.
1: Yeah, I don't I not it's not that I don't like to experiment with new social media platforms, but I'm definitely I definitely keep in mind that this is a trial run. So if I download something that I want to try it's not there forever. And I think I think most people don't live like that. I think most people download and it's there. You got to keep it as a trial run. Like, okay, this is this working out or not? And I'm constantly evaluating whether it's working out or not.
0: I think that's a really good tip because, you know, just, just because you downloaded it doesn't mean you have to immediately go find everyone that you know. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to do all of that. You can just test it out and see if it actually works for you. I think a lot of people go onto social media for others, but we forget to think about ourselves and how each platform is functioning for us. I know some people like they don't wanna, it's like scary to to delete your profile. (laughs) If you just delete the apps that you think you don't want anymore, you could kind of use that as a way to trial out like decluttering some things. How do I feel not having this social media platform or that social media platform on my phone? Like, does that work for me? I know when I got down to only Instagram, I I got rid of all the other things that were on my phone, and I left them on my iPad because I knew if I were to get onto my iPad and get onto those apps, it would have to be like worth it. It would, it would. It's just a barrier of entry. Mm,
1: yeah, I'm not sure if we're gonna move on from social media, but I I like to comment on uh, what I've heard from a lot of kids recently. Mm. It's that. All social media platforms are becoming the same, and I've I've read about this um, somewhere. People were talking about it. I just got a hint of it and was moved as, you know, I scrolled on or whatever. But then I've heard quite a few kids talk about it. Their thinking is that TikTok has basically figured it out, and now the TikTok method is essentially populating Instagram and YouTube and Snapchat and. And all the different social media platforms are now becoming like TikTok. And I asked myself why that was happening. And I think it's because they figured out the, everybody's realizing that TikTok has figured out the thing that stimulates kids' brains, excuse me, teenage brains, or, you know, 20 year olds. They're all of us really, but the most. And that is quick, flashy scrolling. Yes. And that kind of social media is not the kind that I use because it feels cancerous. And it feels wrong. It feels like it's stupefying me. And I've been on it before and realized what I'm doing. Oh, my gosh. Because Instagram used to be a thing that I could go on like you. And I could see my friends' pictures as they post it. But that is gone now. Now I'm seeing random stuff I've never seen before from people I don't subscribe to. And so many videos of just, like, cute dogs and stuff. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: You know, I don't know where this is coming from. That's hilarious. It's true. I, I think it's the hovering. Um, Now AI can detect hovering, right? I think we've, I don't, I'm not sure how long that's been a thing, but it's so apparent now. Because if I just like leave my screen for one second on an image, it will immediately try to feed that stuff to me. And it it does it so quickly. It's pretty nutty. Oh yeah,
1: you're absolutely right.
0: But also, it will feed things that are so similar that I think that it's someone that I have already, I I will think it's someone that I follow. And so I'll start reading it. And then I'm like, wait, I don't know who this person is. So they have even changed like what they say up at the top, like it was sponsored and then it was suggested. And I think some of that's just plain old gone now, which is very frustrating, especially if you are trying to utilize social media as a tool and not just being used to, you know, sell your information to different companies and well, well all uh, the rest of the stuff that happens, it's, using that's a- the dark side of social media. That really is. My next point is make your profile private. This way, only really meaningful connections are more likely to be made. So you'll have, I think, a lot less of the follow unfollows and things like that. And it will be easier for you to manage, you know, depending on if you're using Facebook or something like that. um, I think that's the most relationship-based social media platform, I would say. Um, it, I think that making it private will make it so that if people really want to be friends with you, you'll have people that actually know you and they see your profile picture and they're like, hey, that's so-and-so. I, I really want to connect again or whatever. And that will get you more of a funneled relationship type of experience, I think, on social media. But I I would definitely suggest making your profile private as a way of kind of getting rid of some of the stuff that you don't want anymore. My next tip is to either unfollow or unfriend all in one shot if you can do it or like most things, you know, we think with minimalism, when we start decluttering physical things, we're going to go through and we're going to get rid of everything we never wanted. We we never wanted everything that we don't want in our house. And it's going to be perfect right from that moment. We just need one weekend to do it. But most likely things will crop up. Maybe you accidentally got rid of something that you really shouldn't have. And there are a lot of things left that you're like, why did I even keep this? I think that the same goes for social media. So Start with around and go through and start unfollowing things that you are not interested anymore Uh, and just go from there. Make sure that every few weeks or maybe once a week you go through and delete or unfollow, unfriend, whatever, but spend some time going through so that you have a more specific experience on social media. And I think this is something that you've done with your Twitter account in particular.
1: I, this is what I've pretty much done with all social media. I, I compartmentalize my profiles. And I think everyone should do this. It, I think it's better for your brain. And you get to utilize social media in a much more effective manner. Twitter specifically. I found that my, my, my feed was just a conglomeration of who I am as a person. You know, things that I like. And it will suck you in. And eventually it can become kind of cancerous, kind of poison almost, because we're drawn towards things we don't like, you know, things that are inflammatory. And so I actually deleted the the one Twitter profile I had and I created two new profiles. One specifically for sports. And I follow (laughs) sportscasters. And I follow the teams that I like. And that's it. And when I want to look at, sports, when I want to look at basketball or baseball, I, I go right to that. I open up that account. And most social media has made it very easy to switch between accounts. I go right to my sports profile. And then I opened up, I created a second account for financial uh, stuff. And if I'm in the mood for, if I'm needing to look at information on there, I'll go right to my financial profile and that's it. And if I find things leaking through that aren't financial, or things leaking through that aren't related to sports, I unfollow or I block or I do something to make sure that doesn't affect my feed. And I think it's been really, really helpful for intelligent use of social media because it can be a great tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and also not getting sucked into things that I don't really want to um, put into my mind, if you know yeah. what I mean.
0: I think it's so smart. Every time we've talked about that, and you've had, how long have you had your profiles like that? A year or so? Uh, I think, like that? Uh, two
1: years now. Two okay.
0: years. I think it's really smart. And I think that you are a happier social media user just as your spouse and as a bystander. You seem happier using it and it seems like it's an effective thing for you and it helps you to do the things that you actually want to do. Or when you are having some relaxing time where you want to check stats or different things like that, you just seem more peaceful about it as an onlooker. Those are some things that I've it's noticed. True.
1: I feel that in myself as well and I compare myself sometimes to some of my friends and I just <laughs> I don't know. I think that many social media algorithms are, are made to make you spend as much time on there as possible. And they've realized that that anger actually is causes you to spend more time and, and interact with things more than than joy. And so they push that towards you.
0: There's some crazy statistics on that and studies on that. Like how you will. Oh, gosh, I remember reading Digital Minimalism, which if you want to learn more about this, seriously, you should read Digital Minimalism. you talked about
1: it a lot. Who wrote that book? Cal
0: Newport had to look up his name. I don't know why I always forget his name, but I do. Uh, He's written a couple of books that are. I haven't read his other one and I've had several of you listeners tell me, you need to read the other one now. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, Digital Minimalism is such a fantastic book. He talks a lot about how they, they really have used even just like the red notifications button. It used to be blue for Facebook, but that wasn't urgent enough. It didn't get people onto Facebook, but an alarming color like red, which can invoke stress or fear or whatever, that'll get you on there. So if you see that little red notification button on your app, you're going to go hit that Facebook thing because you got to know what's going on. <laughs> and there, I can't remember if you talked about, I think you were telling me some of the stats on what people will click on more. People will click on something that is an angering head title more often than something that is perhaps something nice or pleasant or something they agree with. So if they don't agree with it or they don't like it or it's upsetting, we'll click on where we tend as humans. <laughs> modern humans to click on that stuff more which yeah that's that's something maybe we need to retrain ourselves on a it, little bit def-
1: definitely and i think most people don't try to train themselves i think most people just completely without any discipline embrace whatever is there and i i don't want to be like i'm immune to it and i'm doing great everyone should be like me but i'm telling you ever since i made the switch to compartmentalizing what I was looking for on social media and 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 have maintained that, I've been much happier than I think my peers because I feel like I talk about issues and everyone else around me is so, they're so different. <laughs> they're so upset or they're, I just don't get it. I don't get where, I think the algorithms are pushing them to radicalize or something, but I just, I feel much more calm and maybe it's because the most of the news I pay to pay attention to is completely financial. <laughs> and They just try to, it's just dealing with numbers and stuff a little more. But I don't know. Well,
0: you're well informed. You have you have a political show that you you listen to it every day.
1: Right, but I don't. I do not deal with politics on social media. That no. has been completely out.
0: I started getting sucked into that, and I realized after kind of like doing double checks, I realized like, wow. All sides are really pushing things that are not actually happening. And when I talk to my neighbors and friends that may or may not have a different political view from me, we all pretty much agree on everything. If you really think about it, it may come about in a different way or maybe a different thing, but just don't be a jerk and then you're good to go. Yeah. Right. It's pretty easy. Uh, and I'm not downplaying any of the serious, crazy, horrible things that are happening or have happened. But as a general daily consumption type of idea, I think, I think most people really would be happier if we took a step back and figured out what is healthy for me to consume. What am I capable of consuming? And I learned that I go and check out the stuff from my sources on about a weekly basis and that's that's about good enough for me. That's what I do and it works for me. It took me forever to figure that out. And there may be a point where I get more interested in being more involved and maybe a more mature brain can handle that. Hopefully my brain continues to mature, but for now that's all that's all I can handle. And I would say that the political show that you pay attention to, they do such a great job of being really well rounded and not not sticking. They they're not like
1: very well rounded. Yeah. Yes,
0: well rounded and they don't stick on a topic and just hammer it. They go through
1: topics quickly. Well, not to change the subject, but we also don't have a television. We don't True. have cable TV. We do not. And we uh we also don't have Facebook. I mean, I think you have Facebook, but you never use it, and I don't have Facebook.
0: I only use it for my writing group. And that is it.
1: Yes, yeah, so and that, and that's a big one. You know, between Twitter and Facebook, those are the two that I think push a lot of rancor. But uh, I've controlled how I use it, and you you barely ever use that. I think um up and coming social media like Telegram and Discord, you don't get as much of. It's not. It's a different kind of social media. It's it's again compartmentalized, very specific groups, and I use those. Um, Snapchat, I'm I just neither of us use it, and I've had it before, but it again I think it's it runs along the lines of TikTok, where it can be a poison for your brain. So yeah, I tell every every kid. Delete them. And they never will. They won't listen because to them it's it's as important as food. If we were smart at all, we would be telling our kids, delete that stuff. Delete it. Because there is nothing good there. Nothing good is happening. Just delete it.
0: I'm not here to say you, have, you should make the choices I've made to really minimize your presence on social media to like basically non-existence or anything like that you you have to do what's right for you and you should think about this stuff and do your own research and all of that of course but I think most people would be happier and feel better if they compartmentalized made sure that they were getting out of social media what they really wanted Mm -hmm. and I think that really understanding those other parts like the darker parts of how the algorithms work what ai is doing what is happening when you're actually on a social media app that way you can kind of fight it a little bit or at least protect yourself from some of those things so that it's not becoming something that brings angst into your life basically
1: use it intentionally yeah. Instead of just floating around like a leaf on the wind. Absolutely. As you use it.
0: So that would be my fourth tip. Consider what you really want to get out of social media. Take a minute to figure that out before you start deleting and unfollowing. And also ask yourself, how much time do you want to spend posting and scrolling? What's actually enjoyable for you, educational for you, fulfilling for you? What keeps you informed? Well, which venues do you really love are you there for just getting kind of like the news and and maybe the people that you really want to follow the people that inspire you in your art your creative work or your business or whatever or are you there for the more relationship-sided stuff where you want to see your friends kids growing up or things like that and I think you know of course you can mix those but what is really most important to you what do you want to get out of it and what? platform would help you to best keep all of those things in focus? And what can you delete? What's not feeding that intent as you're on your social media? So I I would definitely consider before you just start deleting everything, what actually is a benefit, a good tool in your life? My minimalist challenge for you today is to set a timer and do some digital decluttering for about 15 minutes this week.
1: Thanks for being here.
0: We hope you have a great week. And remember, it is all about the experiences. Not this stuff.